Hello Gospel for Grampian Youth. Welcome to Yellow on Air. Yes, it is this beautiful Sunday, 18 February, and we're so excited to come to you on episode 17. And today we're going to talk about your heart, how to protect your heart so you don't have a heart attack. And if you miss our program this morning, then you've also got the opportunity to listen to us tomorrow at 10 p.m. at Gospel for Grampian Radio Station. And if you cannot miss make that either, then please subscribe to Gospel for Grampian podcast. Every Tuesday, Rob makes available our episodes on Podbean, so you can download it and listen to it whenever you want to. Women of Africa Kiss has got the opportunity of having two programs every week where we encourage the youth on the yellow on air, and then we encourage the women on Thursdays on work on air. So if you're a woman or if you're a youth, know that Women of Africa Kiss inspires you and encourages you through our two programs that are aired on Gospel for Grampian weekly. Please tune in as we come to you with inspiration and life experiences using biblical foundations to help women and to help youth be the best version of themselves. I'm reminded of Ephesians 2.10. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do the good works that he created us to do, right? And we are created for good works. And in order for us to do the good works, we need to know that we are God's workmanship. And so what we as women of Africa care do on air is to remind you that you are God's workmanship. So we use scripture to encourage you and testimonies to encourage you to be the person that God has called you to be and to do the good works works that you were destined to do. Very important. Remember, the Bible says in Revelations that Jesus is coming back and with him is bringing the rewards to give each one of us according to our deeds on the earth. So your good works brings you great reward from Jesus. So we encourage and help you how to do the good works. And so with that, today we are going to talk about your heart. Your heart matters. And to teach you about the heart of a human being, I want to use the example of the human heart, which is part of your organs and your physical body, and then in using the function of the human heart and the physical body and the effectiveness of that in functioning the human body, I'm going to then talk about the spiritual heart of a human being and why it's important to keep the spiritual heart healthy because the Bible says that in Proverbs 4, above all else, guard your heart. Above all else, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. Just like the human heart pumps blood and out of that blood, it goes throughout the body and, and it makes your body be healthy and function well. Similarly, the spiritual heart, the, the pumping of that, the effectiveness of the spiritual heart has value in the effectiveness of a human being. Okay, remember we are spirit beings, that is the real us, and we have a soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions, that is our personality, that gives us our uniqueness, and we have a physical body. So the spirit being, which is the real us, has a heart, and that spirit being lives in a physical body, and the soul influences how we act out the real us. And so the, 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 the soul is our uniqueness and how God uses our uniqueness for us to live out in the physical body 
the, the real us, which is the spirit being of, of Angelina being exhibited through her physical actions and deeds and words, etc., etc. So really, the physical actions and outputs of a human being is an indication of the state of their heart. Just like the state of your physical body health is an indication of what you put into your heart and the effectiveness of the heart pumping out blood towards every part of the body. Think about the heart, right? The heart is a muscle. And every time that muscle moves, blood flows through that muscle and pumps nutrients and hormones and and oxygen throughout every part of the body. I mean, what goes into the heart is through the blood system. We think about the physical heart, right? Whatever I eat is digested and all the nutrients from that food is pumped into the blood system. Then my breathing takes oxygen into the blood system, right? The red blood cells produces iron, which absorbs oxygen that must transport it in the blood system in order for cells to develop. Then hormones are secreted, which are chemical messengers in the body that that goes into the blood system to pass throughout the the body for for sexual organ, for reproduction and moods. So hormones have an impact on your moods. It has an impact on reproduction of cells. It has an impact on your sexual organs. So hormones are important for reproduction. Hormones are important for sexual activity. Hormones are important for your moods. God created us with moods. And so those hormones are secreted and passed into the blood system. And then you have your kidneys and your kidneys cleans the blood and disposes the waste as urine. The kidneys also balances your electrolytes, your acid base, and it produces red blood cells and it activates vitamin D. So here you have what you eat, what you breathe, your hormones and your kidneys all determine the quality of the blood that is pumped through the heart and goes out into every part of your body so that your physical body functions well. Because if if your heart's not pumping well, then you don't have enough nutrition going to all parts of the body, then you have a problem, right? Now, just like that, in the spirit heart of a human being, what goes into that spirit heart are important, just like food has to go uh, translate into the blood system and then goes into the heart and it's transported all good nutrients into every part of your cells in your body. Similarly, the heart is a function of a flowing, of a muscle system that pumps what you put in into every part of your being, into your spirit, soul, and physical being. Remember I said your physical body is one component of the real you. Your physical component is an expression of the real you that's within. So your spirit man is the real you. Your personality is housed in your soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions. And then 
how you speak, how you express, what you do, what you say, your decisions, all come forth from what's in your heart. Just like the blood flows quality, the quality of the blood flows, what you put in into every part of the body, whatever comes out of you, whatever you think and express, whatever you express, whatever you do, whatever decisions you make, flows from what flows into your heart. So if I pump happiness in my heart through my emotions, then you're going to see me laughing. So if I am sad, it's because I had a sad thought, that sad thought plucked flowed into the my spirit heart, and the outcome was me being sad. If you see me express an anger, it's because I had I became angry, I had a negative thought. That negative thought in my heart expressed a negative emotion, and out of that negative emotion, I got out of control, and therefore you see me express much anger. So every expression in me physically is as a result of what flowed through my heart. So my heart pumps whatever I put in it, just like the the heart of a human organ pumps blood. And in that blood is the quality of the food you ate. So if you ate fatty food, then what is pumped through your blood is unhealthy nourishment. And therefore you have blood, you, you have clots in your in your arteries, if you if you smoking, then you have unhealthy um, oxygen going into your blood system because it's poisonous with all the smoke. So in your blood system, you've got contaminated oxygen in there. So you can imagine now when your blood is flowing through your heart into every part of your body, you've got clotting of uh, arteries, you've got your lining and your blood cells full of tartar and poison because of the smoking. And if you've got hormonal issues, then you your chemical messengers are not going to be functioning pretty well. And if you've got kidney issues, then you're going to have a problem with your blood being clean. Just like that, the same with your spiritual heart. If you don't allow good things to flow into your heart, but you allow evil things or bad things or poor things to flow into your heart, then out of you will come negative words, negative deeds, and poor decisions because the will comes from your heart. Whatever you decide is is, is a result of what you agreed in your heart. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, decisions are taken. So your heart matters. The state of your heart matters. What are the things that influence your heart, Gospel for Grampian Youth? It's your sensory gate, just like eating food gives the quality of food that flows into the blood system that comes into the heart. Your sensory gate, what you see, what you hear, what you touch, what you smell, what you taste, All of those things give a thought in your soul, produces an emotion in your soul. And that emotion, that thought, then becomes something that you meditate on and it becomes now a seat of passion in your heart. And if it sits in your heart, then you know out of you, you are going to respond to what became the outcome in your heart. 
For example, if I am not hungry, but I saw a delicious burger on being advertised, I'm not hungry. That delicious burger is not going to get my attention. So it's not going to settle in my heart. But if I am extremely hungry and I see a delicious burger being advertised, then what's going to happen is that advertisement of that burger is going to get the attention in my mind that I am hungry and that burger looks delicious. So the appetite, my seat of appetite in my heart is going to say, I must get into my car and go to McDonald's and go and get that burger because my eyes saw the advertisement. I am hungry and I need food, but I want that what I saw in that advertisement. So I'm going to get into my car. I'm going to go to McDonald's and I'm going to buy that burger. I'm going to eat that burger till my heart is satisfied, till my spiritual heart says, I've seen that burger. I was hungry for it. Now I've eaten it. Now I'm content. Can you see? Your, how the heart worked on this was I saw something that I, I liked. My heart desired that meal. My body reacted by getting into my car to go and buy it. And I ate it. And now I'm content. I don't, I don't need to look at food again until dinner time. So everything in your decision making starts with something in your sensory gate. What you heard, what you saw, what you touched, what you smelled, what you tasted. Okay, for example, if I tasted one piece of chocolate and it was really, really delicious, then my the taste buds is going to tell my heart, listen, that was a really, really, really tasty piece of chocolate, but I need more. I crave more because my endorphins, I'm happy because remember now, Chocolates also releases endorphins, happy emotions. So I tasted it. I feel good. It's tasty and I want more of it. So the taste of that chocolate resonated in my taste buds. It got into my heart and I realized I'm not satisfied. I need more. So the decision I took was I need to go feed more of that appetite for more chocolate and then I go and get more chocolate and I began to eat the chocolate. So can you see the sensory grade? What I see, what I taste impacts my appetite, which is my seat of passion, and then my body responds to that passion and then I go get it. And so really I fed my heart by what I was seeing and what I was tasting. And then my heart desired it and my decision went with what I fed with my sensory gate. Another part of your heart that functions uh, you as a spiritual being is your breathing. Just like you need oxygen to breathe in your physical body, you need the Holy Spirit for you to be effective as a human being. Remember what happened, right? In the the spirit of man was dead until we became born again. When we became born again, we received the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit lives in us. But we have to exercise daily relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's like if I don't breathe every day, if I don't breathe often, I'm going to have a breathing issue. I don't have enough oxygen. I'm going to suffocate. I'm going to die. 
So while the Spirit of the Lord lives in me, if I don't allow the Spirit of God to work in my life, I'm going to be suffocated. I'm going to be suffocated. And therefore, the things of God cannot come through from my spirit into my mind, will, and emotions and influence my outlook in life. It's like, for example, a person that doesn't breathe. If they can't breathe, they're going to have suffocation issues and they don't have momentum, right? So they need to have a, uh, a oxygen tank close by them in order for them to breathe or else if they can't breathe physically, they are not going to be able to move. They're going to perish. They're going to die because less breathing, less oxygen, less movement, less, less mobility. Similarly, if we don't exercise our spirit man by allowing the things of the spirit world, which is the word of God and praying in the spirit to charge us up, then it is difficult for us as spirit beings to be effective in our soul and in our physical bodies because the word of God says that out of us flows the issues of life. If I don't have the breath of God in me and I don't exercise my breathing in the spirit, I'm going to have an, an, an issue in terms of walking in the spirit I won't be able to reject the lust of the world. So your breathing can be made up of two things. You either allow the lust of the world, which is your carnal mindedness, to affect your breathing, or you allow the things of God through the Holy Spirit to influence your breathing. It's like, again, I'm going to use the analogy. If a person is consuming fresh air, then you know that good oxygen that is unpolluted is going into their blood system, which will positively affect their brain cells and every part of their body because oxygen gets absorbed in the red blood cells and transports oxygen to all parts of the body for human development. Likewise, the Holy Spirit every day through praying in the Spirit helps our bodies to have effective human development. The Word of God says that the Word of God penetrates our spirit, our soul, and our physical body. So likewise, the Holy Spirit not only brings life to our spirit man, because we are now righteous in Christ Jesus, it brings life and development in our mind, will, and emotions, and it brings life into our physical bodies. Therefore, when uh, when you get healing, it is the power of God from within that heals your physical body. Therefore, you del delivered from sicknesses. You delivered from all your infirmities. It is the power of God within you that flows into your physical body and gives you healing. So if you don't have the life of God in you, it impacts your physical wellness. It impacts your healing. So breathing in your spirit, man, is you allowing the Spirit of God to let the Zoe life of God flow through your life. If you don't allow the Zoe life of God through your Spirit to flow through you, then it will be the things of this world, which is the evil spirits, the lust of the flesh, that will breathe into you like cigarettes has an impact to your oxygen quality in your body. Evil. Things that are of the world, lust, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. That is the evil breathing. The things of this world that you consume, 
the carnality things that you consume that comes into your, your, your nature, into your heart, and out of you now flows evil deeds, evil actions. The Bible says that a good tree, out of the abundance of the heart, if a person has good tree, if they're rooted in Christ Jesus, then out of the goodness of their heart will flow good. But if a person is not rooted in Christ Jesus, but on the things of this world, then out of them will flow evil things, evil ways, evil actions, evil words, evil deeds, evil decisions. So your breathing in, in the spirit man is what you allow to consume your, your you. Is it the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit? the rough breath of God or the lusts of this world. That impacts the oxygen state of your spirit man. And then your soul is another element. Just like hormones secrete chemical messengers, your soul secretes chemical messengers. So the quality of your soul matters. What is the quality of your soul? It is your, your emotions, your mind, and your will. And just like the hormones secrete chemical messengers to control the function of your sexual organs and your reproduction and your moods, your soul, your thoughts, your will, your emotions controls the function of your desires, your moods, and your reproduction of the spirit of uh, will of God or the carnal will. So you've got the, the will of God for your life and you've got the carnal will. And your soul secretes either the carnal things or the spirit things. So what you feed your soul matters. If you put negative thoughts into your soul, then carnality is going to be the output. If you don't exercise self-control, then you will have emotional outbursts rather than emotional intelligence. So the chemical messengers of your soul has such an impact on you reproducing either the will of God means walking in the spirit or walking in the flesh. So can you see the heart of your spirit man is so important. And then the last thing we talk about in the spirit man is the righteousness of Christ. In your human heart, your kidneys cleanse your blood and disposes the weak out uh, the waste out to, as urine production and it balances the fluid in terms of electrolytes acid based and vitamin d activating vitamin d now the spirit man of a human being is the righteousness of Christ Jesus so when we allow our spirit man to be fed with the word of god and we spend time in worship with god then that righteousness that the presence of the Lord begins to purify us, just like the kidneys purifies the blood cells and gets rid of waste. The, the, the spirit of men spending time with God and the word of God purifies us. The Zoe life of God activates a healthy spirit, a healthy soul, and a physical body. The, the Zoe life of God begins to penetrate. The righteousness of Christ Jesus is really what the kidneys does. The kidneys cleanse the physical heart through, um, sorry, the kidneys cleanse the blood and gets rid of all waste. 
and activates vitamin D and electrolytes. It balances the electrolytes. The righteousness in Christ Jesus activates the life of God through us in our soul and our physical body so that we walk in the spirit and not the flesh. The righteousness in Christ Jesus gives us balance in life so that we walk as Christ would want us to walk and not live an unhealthy life. And the righteousness in Christ Jesus burns up and refines all the impurities from our lives. It gets rid of all the impurities in our lives. So the spirit man heart is so important because it has an impact in the well-being of our physical body as well as in terms of our soul, which is the place of our mind, will, and emotions. So when we neglect our spirit heart, it's as good as we having a dysfunctional life, a dysfunctional body, just like a heart that is a physical heart that is neglected. I want to look at Proverbs 4.23 again. It says there, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And this is referring to the spirit heart of a human being. Just like the physical heart has an impact with the flow of blood to every part of the body, if the heart is not well, then the physical body has an impact on receiving blood in order to be effective. And also, if we don't eat right, if we don't uh, smell clean oxygen, if our hormones are not functioning effectively, if our kidneys are not functioning effectively, then the quality of our blood is poor. That means our body becomes dysfunctional. And just like that, what the Bible is saying here, guard your heart because everything that flows through your heart affects your well-being. So it's not just having a heart that pumps. You also have to ensure that whatever you put into your heart is pure and clean so that if you put clean oxygen in your heart, if you eat healthy food, then you know that your heart's going to have good flowing out of it. Your heart does not control what goes into it. Your heart pumps what you put into it. Notice the heart of the human body does not control what goes into it. It receives everything that goes into it. So if I eat unhealthy food, then unhealthy food is digested into the bloodstream and flow through the heart. If I breathe in unclean oxygen, then unclean oxygen is going to be absorbed into the blood system and flow through the heart. So the human heart doesn't control the quality of what goes in. It pumps whatever goes in. And what God is saying in Proverbs 4.23, guard what you put into your spiritual heart. Because whatever decisions you take, whatever expressions you make, whatever appetites you have flows out of what's in your heart. So the heart of a spirit man does not control what goes in. It receives whatever you put in and then out of what comes in, flows, and then you do it. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows it flows from it. So to guard the human heart, you got to eat healthy. you got to make sure that you breathe in clean oxygen. 
You've got to make sure that you have a healthy hormonal system. You've got to make sure that your kidneys are functioning well so that vitamin D is activated, so that your blood cells, your blood's quality can be clean because your kidneys cleans your blood. So likewise, don't get to the outcome and think, oh my gosh, I made a mistake. Rather guard what gets into your heart because once it is in your heart, out of your heart's going to flow what's already there. And so that's what the Bible is saying. Guard what's in your heart so that out of it, good can come forth. And, you know, when God is talking, when, when Solomon's writing out Proverbs 4, he, he's saying here, he starts his topic around get wisdom at any cost. And he talks about the whole part about wisdom and listening and teaching, et cetera, et cetera. After giving all that instruction, he goes and he says, above everything that I'm telling you here, guard your heart. So meaning, while I'm giving you all this counsel, I want you to understand that your heart is the most important thing. You can listen to whatever I'm telling you, but the most and the highest priority is to guard your heart because whatever gets into your heart is going to flow. So let's talk about Proverbs 4. It says here, listen, my son, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. For, for I too was a son to my father, still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me and he said to me, take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands and you will live. So yes, Solomon's talking about his parents giving him counsel and how he had to now take those words and adapt it in his heart. He says here, take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my words and you will live. Notice what he's saying. The words his father is telling him, if he keeps it in his heart, he will live. He says, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forsake my words or turn away from them. Notice what Solomon is saying, that the words that his father instructed him was so important. He needs to keep it in his heart and he must not turn away from it. Then he says, do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this, wisdom, though it Cost all you have, get understanding. Cherish her and she will exalt you. Embrace her and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Then he goes on to say, listen, my son, accept what I tell you and the years of your life will be many. I instruct you in the ways of wisdom and I lead you along straight, straight paths. When you walk, your steps will be will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the ways of evildoers. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go on your way, for they cannot rest until they do evil. They are robbed of sleep till they make someone stumble. They eat the bread of wickedness. They drink the wine of violence. The part of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is a deep darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. 
Listen to the instruction Solomon is giving. He's saying that when you receive the words of God and you put them in your heart, they are life to you who find God's word and they are health to one's whole body. What did we say was your body? You are a spirit being, you have a soul, and you live in a physical body. And so the entire being of you is spirit, soul, body. And he, Solomon is saying, take the words, put it in your heart, and it will impact your whole body. Solomon was not, you can't take words and put it in your physical heart. Solomon wasn't talking about the physical human heart organ. He was talking about the heart of your being as a human being. You are a spirit, soul, and body. And he's talking about your eternal heart. And he says your eternal heart has to be filled with God's word. Because when you fill the eternal heart with God's word, then out of your entire body, physical body, that spiritual heart and God's word in that heart will impact your whole body as in your physical body, your mind, will, and emotions, as well as your heart, your spiritual heart. He says here in verse 23, above all else, meaning above everything that I've told you here, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. He then says, keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. How do you do that? How do you keep your, your, your mouth from perversity? If you're speaking perverted words, it's because it's already in your heart. How do you keep yourself from talking corrupt? If you're talking corrupt in your lips, it's because there's corruption in your heart. So that's why he's saying, above everything I'm telling you here, if you choose to keep your heart right, then you won't have corrupt words. You won't speak perverse words. If you're swearing, it's because you're listening to swearing words and that swearing words have now settled in your heart. If you're speaking corrupt words out of your mouth, it's because you listen to corrupt things and you've planted corruptness out into your heart because your heart is what is coming out. If you've got corrupt words, it's because corrupt works in your heart. If you are lying, it's because you believed a lie and it's settled in your heart. If you are speaking vulgar languages, because you sold vulgar languages by listening to vulgar things. So your sensory gates, what you hear, what you touch, what you taste, what you feel has an impact with what settles in your heart. And then what's in your heart is what decides what must be spoken and your actions, your will, your decisions, your speaking, your, your actions is all based on what's in your heart. That is why he says, above all else, guard your heart for out of it flows your words, your deeds, your actions, your decisions, your well-being. Your heart, your physical condition is as a result to what's in your heart, okay? So now let's quickly look at the quality of a human heart or the function of a human heart to bring back the function of a spiritual heart, to understand what, how to look after your heart. Like Solomon said, above else, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. How do you protect and keep the spiritual heart organ healthy so that out of you can flow the Zoe life of God and not an unhealthy lifestyle. Let's now compare that to a human heart. The function of a human heart is the heart is a muscle that pumps blood to the organs of the body 
circulating rich nutrients and oxygen in the form of blood throughout the body and passes through deoxygenated blood into the lungs to be exhibited from the body. So the heart is, the function of a human heart is to take good nourishment that enters into it and flow it into all parts of the body and in return taking deoxygenated dirty oxygen out of the blood, out of the, the body. That is the function of the heart. Similarly, the heart is a muscle that controls the rhythm and speed of your heart rate and maintains blood pressure so that you are healthy and enjoy physical momentum. Important, the heart does not control the quality of the blood, but regulates the movement of blood and gets rid of deoxygenated blood out of the system. So you inhale oxygen and you exhale carbon dioxide and that's what the the part the function of the heart also does now let's look at the spiritual heart the heart of a man is a muscle that receives input from the soul body and spirit of a person it then pumps these inputs from the heart into a structured collective output in the form of physical actions deeds and expressions so my actions deeds and, and expressions is as a result of what i put into my heart the spiritual heart is a muscle that controls moral conscience, emotional and mental health and quality of life in the spirit, soul and body of a person. The heart of a human being was designed to allow the Zoe life of God to flow from his spirit into spirit, into the heart and outwardly through our soul and body. Job 33, 4 says, the spirit of God has made me and the breath of the almighty gives me life. So you see? The Spirit of God made his physical, made his whole body, spirit, soul, and body. And he says the breath of the Almighty gives him life, Zoe life. So out of our physical bodies flows the Zoe life of God. That is what God intended, right? Therefore, if we walk in the Spirit, then we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That means out of us will flow the Zoe life of God and we see that righteousness working out in everything we do. Physical, the cognitive dysfunction. Memory loss and difficulty concentrating. When the heart is not physically well, you have cognitive dysfunction. You have memory loss and difficulty concentrating. Digestive problems, abdominal pain, diarrhea, bloody stools, constipation, cramping, fatigue, mental health and physical fatigue due to muscular strain, skin color changes, your nose, your lips, your ears, your hands, your feet changes, ulcers in the legs and feet and varicose veins, itchiness, swelling, aches in the leg, heaviness in the legs, veins appearing knotted. So when your heart is not well physically, you have cognitive dysfunction, you have digestive problems, you have fatigue, you have skin coloring changes, you have ulcers, and you have varicose veins. What happens when the spirit heart is not functioning well? You are carnally minded. Just like if the heart of, a, of your physical body is not well, you have cognitive dysfunction and digestive problems, etc., if the spirit of your heart is dysfunctional, you then become carnally minded. And when you are carnally minded, then out of your heart, you have memory loss of God's word. You have difficulty applying God's word. Romans 8, 7, for the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. 
for it does not submit to God's word. Indeed, it cannot. Matthew 7.26 says, Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. When you are carnally minded, you lack self-control. For from within, out of the heart of man come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within and they defile a person, which is Mark 7.21. Inability to act, laziness, complacency, idle-minded, lack of purpose, Proverbs 1.32. For the waywardness of the naive will kill them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. Emotional instability, you have highs and lows. Some people call it schizophrenia. You're emotionally exhausted. You have no balance, Hebrews 3.10. They always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways. You have unbelief, fear, worries, anxieties, ill health, depression, insomnia, um, anxiety attacks, nausea, heart palpitations. Luke 8.14, the seed which fell among the thorns, these are the ones who have heard the word, and as they go on their way, they are choked with worry and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to maturity. So what we are saying here is just like an unhealthy heart has dysfunction, a person that does not have a healthy spiritual heart, they become carnally minded. And as a result, the word of God doesn't work for them. They cannot see the word of God in action. They lack self-control. Therefore, they live like the world. They have the inability to act on God's word. So they act on fear and they become wayward and idle and lack com- uh, and have complacency. They are, mo- they are emotionally unstable and they have unbelief. So when you see these qualities in a human being, it's because their heart is unhealthy. Their spiritual heart is unhealthy. It is carnally minded and not spiritually uh, healthy. Causes of poor circulation in, in your blood system and your heart. It... Uh, Causes of a poor health function is you end up becoming overweight, you place burden on the body, and it reduces your blood flow, causing heart disease. You have peripheral artery disease. Smoking affects your your heart, your heart, sorry. Therefore, you have narrowing in your blood vessels. It increases the plaque, which builds up and damages your tissues, and you end up having diabetes and blood clots. So A poor heart condition ends up in overweight. Smoking has an impact on the quality of your blood vessels and you end up with blood clots and diabetes. Now, what happens when you have poor circulation in your spiritual heart? You become overweight by carnal nature. Your old ways are still prevalent. While your spirit might be the righteousness in Christ Jesus, your soul and your physical body still has the old ways. You still function as the old man. The Bible says that you're a new creation, the old is gone. You don't function in your new creation state. You function like the world. Galatians 5, 19, 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are debauchery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissension, hearsays, envy, drunkenness, etc., etc. Those are qualities of a person that's overweighted by the carnal nature. 
You grieve the Holy Spirit. You constrict the Zoe life of God to flow. Therefore, you do not enjoy the born-again life that Jesus has given you. You are restraining the Holy Spirit from leading you because of those blood clots of walking in the flesh. You be, you behave rebelliously. Psalm 78, 40, how often they rebelled against him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Rebellion is a quality of a poor blood system, meaning a poor flow of your what's flowing into your heart. The carnal is flowing into your heart. You're not guarding your heart. You're not letting the word of God fill you up. Therefore, you behave in a rebellious way like the people in Israel when they were in the wilderness. They rebelled against God. They grieved God in the desert because they allowed that Egypt mentality to consume them, that they were in the presence of the Lord, but they did not adhere and did not allow God's presence to transform them. They were still still polluted by the carnal ways, the rebellious ways of the Egypt system. They reject the Holy Spirit. Acts 7.51, you stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and years. You always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. You're lying against the Holy Spirit. Acts 5.3-4, but Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie in the Holy Spirit? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. Can you see, when you allow yourself to be polluted by the things of the world, your heart begins to lie to God. You begin to lie to the Holy Spirit. God will use a spiritual person to come minister and you will lie to them and deceive them because your heart is consumed by deception and lies. Sinful living, 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. So when you're filled with a carnally way of living, then you don't see that your body belongs to God and you live in sin and you your appetites and the passions in your heart is to follow sinful living. Therefore, you do not acknowledge that your body is a temple of the living God. You live wayward. Your conscience is seared. Ephesians 4, 30, 30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So what happens when you, when you behave like bitter anger, clamor, unforgiving, having no mercy, being unkind. It's because your conscience is seared. You have a heart that is filled with wickedness. You are filling yourself with the things of the flesh and you are not allowing the righteousness in Christ Jesus to transform and clean your heart. Remember I said to you, the kidneys in the heart is to clean the blood system and to allow vitamin D to be activated and to give balance in terms of electrolytes. Your spirit man is as righteous as Christ Jesus. And that spirit man you need to allow to clean up your soul, your mind, will, and emotions so that what goes into your heart is good things, not evil. And the reason your conscience becomes seared is you're not allowing the righteousness in Christ Jesus to clean up your mind, your thinking, your, your appetites, your desires, your passions. If you're still living like the world, it's because you'll not allow the things of God to clean you up. You've allowed the things of the flesh to still pollute you. That means you have a un 
healthy heart. Your heart is polluted with filth rather than the righteousness in Christ Jesus because you see the things that come out of you, rebellion, rejecting the counsel of the Holy Spirit, lying. Lying is a sign that you do not have the righteousness of God influencing you, but you have the lies of the world influencing you. Sinful living where you live like the world and you don't think it's wrong. This function of a congestive heart failure. This is now the physical heart, right? The heart is too stiff or too weak to properly pump blood throughout the body. The the blood builds up in the lungs. The legs and feet causes limitations such as shortness of breath, chest pains, fatigue when active, weight gain, heart bloated, nausea, stomach, etc. issues. You've got a bloated stomach. So what happens when you have a heart failure? Because you ate unhealthy, you smoked too many cigarettes or drugs, and therefore now your heart took on all these unhealthy things into it. Now you've got a heart failure. And that heart failure means now you can't exercise, you have shortness of breath, you have chest pains, you have fatigue, you have weight gain, your stomach's bloated, and you have nausea. Now let's bring that back to the hardness of a spiritual heart. Just like a physical heart has dysfunctions because of what was polluting the flow into the, the blood cells and the oxygen entering in it affected the, the effectiveness, effectiveness of the heart pumping. The same now when you have a hard heart. Your effectiveness as a Christian, your effectiveness to do the good works that God created you to do is ineffective. You are ineffective in doing the good works that God created you to do because you have a hard heart. Your heart has become stiff. Therefore, you can't pump the Zoe life of God through you. Matthew 13, 15 says, For the hearts of these people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear, and they have closed their eyes. So their eyes cannot see, their ears cannot hear, and their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. Can you see? God wants to give you good, a good heart, a heart where when you hear God, you respond. A heart when God tells you, see what I'm showing you, you can see with understanding. God is saying that you're seeing, you're hearing, but it, it's like you're dumb and you're deaf. You cannot respond to God's instructions. You cannot see what God is showing you. You're, you. you have become hardened in heart. Therefore, you have got weight gain, meaning you're filled with the things of the flesh. You have become overweight with carnally mindedness that God cannot heal your heart. Therefore, you've become short-breathed. You've become bloated you become nauseous. Nothing of God fills you up. You become so full with the world, world that your heart cannot receive the Zoe life of God, the goodness of God, the instructions of God, the vision. God has given you vision. You will not be able to see that vision. God wants to minister and talk to you. God wants to speak to you. You cannot hear the voice of God because you are stubborn to the voice of God. You are rebellious to the instructions of God. Therefore, you become like a person that's experiencing a dysfunction and a congestive heart failure. You, be, you have a heart failure, just like a human person who has a human heart failure and they become unhealthy and they can't have a healthy body. 
Your impact of your heart failure spiritually impacts your soul, impacts your physical body. Remember what Solomon said. He says that your heart impacts your whole body. So if you have a poor spiritual heart, it impacts your physical body. It impacts your mind, will, and emotions. And therefore, you become stubborn, stiff-necked, and you never end up fulfilling the good works God has called you to fulfill. You are totally carnally minded. What happens to a person who has an unhealthy heart? They have atrial fibrillation. It's called the irregular heart rhythm that causes fatigue, heart palpitations, breathing problems, and dizziness, and can lead to a stroke. So a person that has an unhealthy heart can end up having a stroke. What happens to you physically, spiritually when you have an unhealthy spiritual heart? You are spiritually immature. You miss the rapture as a result due to lack of knowledge and discernment. Ephesians 4.14. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried away by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and in deceitful scheming. 2 Peter 3, 17, 18. You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, be on your guard so that you are not carried away by the error of unprincipled men and fall from your own steadfastness, but grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what we're saying here is that if you are spiritually immature, you you can get a stroke. Just like a person who is physically unhealthy in their heart, they can have heart palpitations and they can get a stroke. That means they can't move. Similarly, a spiritually immature person can be caught up by the false doctrines and therefore end up missing the rapture and losing their salvation. So what does a healthy heart look like? You know you have a healthy heart in your physical body when you can have a beat between 60 to 100 beats per minute. Your blood pressure is between 120 over 80. Your energy levels are constant. After you exercise, you are energized and not tired. Your cholesterol levels are 200 milligrams. You have quick recovery rate after you do a high-intensity workout. You have good oral health, meaning you have healthy gums, which is a sign of a healthy heart. Your breathing is healthy, therefore you can perform intensive exercises such as walking briskly, running, weightlifting, etc. And you've got enough oxygen to supply all your healthy activities. That is a healthy heart looking in the physical. What does a good spiritual heart look like? You live wisely in the fear of the Lord. Ephesians 5.15 See then that you walk circumspectly and not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise but understand what the will of the Lord is and do not be drunk with wine in which dissip- in which is dissipation but be filled with the Holy Spirit speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs giving thanks to God always. So you know you have a healthy spiritual heart when you speak the things of God, not speaking vulgar, perverse talk, but speaking in psalms and hymns, uplifting and encouraging one another. You live in the peace, joy of the Holy Spirit. Amidst negative things and uses or challenges out there, 
You know you have a healthy spiritual heart when you experience the peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. You know you have a spiritual a healthy heart when you are fearless. 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. You know you have a good spiritual heart when you have a renewed mind. Philippians 4, 18. 8. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are for good report, is there any virtue? And if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So a person who has a healthy spiritual heart meditates on good and not evil. You live by faith, Matthew 6.33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So you know you have a good spiritual heart when you live by faith and not by fear. You walk in the spirit and you do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Romans 8, 5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, they set their minds on the things of the spirit. You know you have a healthy spiritual heart when you are honest and upright in your heart. 1 Chronicles 29, 17. I know my God that you test the heart and are pleased with integrity. All things are given willingly with honest intent. So if you honest it's because you have a good spiritual state you exhibit the fruits of the spirit no matter the circumstances everything that is good oppresses you and frustrates you you bring forth good fruit so whatever challenges you go through galatians 5 22 to 23 is what you exhibit you exhibit the fruits of the spirit which is love joy peace kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such thing there is no law so how do you produce a healthy heart in your spirit you consume spiritual food hebrews 5 14 but solid food is for the mature for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil so if you've got a good spiritual heart then you can distinguish what is good from evil but he answered them man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes out of the mouth of god so to be have a healthy spiritual heart you must consume spiritual food read the word of god study god's word daily that it becomes a personal revelation in in that it will take root in you and then out of you will flow the appetites and the desires of God's will and not the flesh. Live a morally regenerated lifestyle. Just like how you need to exercise physically so that your heart can be healthy. How you become healthy in the spirit is to exercise spiritual exercise, which is pray, worship, thanksgiving. Philippians 4, 6, 7. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known unto God. So spiritual exercise is important. Christian fellowship. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine with debauchery, but addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. So if you want to have a healthy heart, you need to have Christian fellowship. Fill yourself with God's word. Speak the word of God. Study the word of God. Eat the word of God. Psalm 119.11 For I have stored your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Guard your heart by guarding what you allow into your heart. A perverse heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. So why do we need to keep our heart healthy? To be in good health, we need physical health. And how do we do that? We understand that we live on purpose. So to live on purpose means that 
I have an eternal purpose, 1 Samuel 16, 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the heart of his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. The Lord looks at the heart while man looks outwardly. Having a healthy heart is important. And how you're going to do that is to make sure that you apply what we have just spoken here today. Consume spiritual food, study the word of God, live a morally uh, healthy lifestyle, exercise yourself spiritually through praise, worship, thanksgiving. Ensure you, you fellowship with Christian people, fill your heart with God's word, and most importantly, above all else, guard your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. I hope that this heart uh, inspiration has helped you so that you do not have heart attacks. Have a wonderful week ahead from Gospel for Grampian uh, Radio Station and Yellow on Air by Women of Africa Care. Have a healthy heart week ahead.